0: This team literally grew up with each other.
1: Baby. I'm sure David Krejci would be all in his ear going,
2: <laughs> You know, that's the first time the Bruins lost three straight all year.
0: Even if Wally is healthy at this point, I don't think you're taking Travis Zajac no. out of the lineup. I would never debate the beard. Newsday presents the Island Ice Podcast with Andrew Gross. And welcome to Island Ice, Newsday's New York Islanders podcast, episode 97, as we bring to you the happy recap to, uh, quote, Bob Murphy was that, I believe? Um, The Islanders close out the Boston Bruins with a very convincing 6-2 win win in game six here at a party-like atmosphere at Nassau Coliseum. And hi, I'm your host, Andrew Gross, and we got a, uh, a full uh, full house here today. As always, I have my Newsday colleagues and teammates, Neil Best at SportsWatch and Colin Stevenson at Colin S. Newsday, and a special guest here and a really good friend and uh, former teammate, uh, I guess, of most of us. Uh, Tara Sullivan, uh, the fantastic national columnist for the uh, Boston Globe, you've probably heard, read her uh, covering a a ton of things. If you love the Masters, she's all over that. Um, But Tara now works for the Boston Globe. I worked with her at the Bergen Record and she started at New York Newsday way back when. So uh, Tara, thanks so much for coming and uh, just your thoughts on what you saw out of the Bruins tonight and was it just in the end a case of a I guess a more physical Islanders team grinding them down to the point where they they, they were just physically beaten?
2: Well it's my pleasure to be here among <laughs> such I would say old friends but we're we're really not that old I don't think or at least I tell myself well, old that. Old. Yeah <laughs> um, but yes, thank you for having me what a What a delight that we're all here at the same game, especially after this this last year that we've all spent watching sports on TV. Um, I think you pegged it yeah in in the the broad stroke, the Bruins were out physical in this series for sure, and they did not have much left by the end of this game. Some of that was bad injuries. Some goes back to the last series when they lost Kevin Miller, one of their heaviest defensemen, and then they lost Brandon Carlo in this series, and then we saw. Long Island's own Charlie McAvoy get beaten around the head a few times tonight and miss some long stretches, and, and those were just in the end too much to overcome for the Bruins um, because as good as their top line was at times, um, they missed a lot of really good scoring chances. The Islanders clogged things up really good. So when you kind of combine the two, as Bruce Cassidy, their coach, kind of said in his post game if you're going to give up three and four goals, you better be ready to score five, and, and they weren't ready to do that.
0: And you know, and T- Tara does bring up a good point because we're, we're actually all sitting around a round table uh, in close proximity, sharing one microphone. And <laughs> this what
2: is what even are we? <laughs>
0: this is the the, the po- first time oh. that that Neil and Colin and I have been doing the podcast since the playoffs started, where we're we're doing the podcast in the same spot. And I think you make a good point. This. This feels like covering the playoffs right now. I know we're not in the rooms and talking to the players one-on-one, but, you know, any kind of human contact after the year we had. (laughs) Um,
2: Even just hearing the fans, I mean, at least for me, listen, I came, you know, I'm covering the visiting team in this building, and I wrote an ode to the fans the other night, not only because the Islanders fans are great, right, this building and the whole storyline of this playoffs, but just appreciating yet again the energy that, Humans bring to the equation. You know, sports are just not best when they're waged in silence. So, uh, thanks to all the fans who made it more enjoyable. <laughs> right,
0: and and how many times did they chant New York Saints tonight? <laughs> <and> just <laughs> yeah,
2: and,
3: uh, including yeah, when Bruce Cassidy was walking off the ice, they gave him one last New York Saints thing. They didn't really act like Saints tonight. Kyle Palmieri taking out McAvoy was not that saintly. But but you know, one thing I found interesting about you know speaking of the Bru- wearing the Bruins down. You know, all season, well, all series long, all season long, the Islanders talk about being a four-line team, but you could really see what you know what that meant here because that Bruins top line is so good. It, you just see it even when they're losing a game like today; they're just so good. However, they're just too top-heavy, and once once you keep that line semi under control, they they didn't have anywhere to go with it. Meanwhile, the Islanders' fourth line's running all over the place, hitting people and doing their thing. So. I think the four-line thing really made a difference in this series.
0: Well, I'm going to repeat my mea culpa from the previous episode because, as I mentioned, picking the Bruins in six was was way off base. I Colin, them
1: in five. Yeah, Colin,
0: Neil, you want to chime in on your mea culpas? No, no. Uh... no I'll
3: no, I, I say the same thing I said after uh, after game five. I don't have a Mia culpa because they, they, I think the Bruins have more talent and they should have been able to win this series. And good for the Islanders that they proved us wrong. I don't, you know, people on Twitter are giving us some guff for our incorrect uh, <laughs> predictions. But it's like I was saying to Colin before. That, if I, if I got every prediction right, I would not be in this line of work. <laughs> okay, no, I, would you know, be, I would be in a different line of work. <laughs> you know, the
1: only reason they make us make predictions is so that we can get them wrong and right. people can give us a we hard time. We were right
3: on the Pittsburgh series. Nobody
1: yeah. cares when we get it right. They only care when we get it wrong, okay. which in this case, you know, I'm, I'm sure everybody's <laughs> happy about that. Especially me, when I get it wrong.
0: Well, oh yeah, no, well, you, you were on a run lay. You got the Islanders <laughs> all the way to the conference finals last year with your picks. <laughs> I, have, I
3: have another Bruins question for Tara. Um, I don't watch Tukor on a daily basis,
2: obviously. Yeah. How not right was he, do you think? Well, that's a great question. I mean, that's the unanswerable question. Even in the postgame today... After tonight's game, Rask was like, I, I'm not talking about that now. We're going to do our exit meetings. I don't think that should be the headline tonight. But he was asked to follow up by my Globe colleague, Kevin Paul DuPont, who said um, about whether he needs surgery because Cassidy had thrown that word out there. And he, he absolutely said, yeah, like it was like a quick yes. So I couldn't give you a percentage. Um but he clearly was battling something we thought as the series wore on that you don't have as much time off the games are coming up but what fascinates me and i know this isn't like an of islander interest but it is a hockey thing like there's just nothing as polarizing as a goaltender it's amazing in my few years now in boston nobody has been as polarizing as rask um and and they either love him or they hate him and it's going to be fascinating kind of to see what happens with him what kind of surgery if he comes back he's a free agent at the end of this year you know, he left the bubble last year, he had a family emergency. Like there's just sort of this very sort of complicated history with him or relationship with him and the fans, so um, which I love that Islanders fans even pick up on the Tuka Chance, you know, sure. extending and elongating his <laughs> well, name and, and making themselves heard. Well, no, that's, that's not really,
1: special, though. They, they, they have you
2: cause, the last right?
3: Because well, one of the reasons we all picked the Bruins is because we had seen Tristan Jari in action for Pittsburgh and, and knew they were the the Islanders were stepping up in class uh, in goalie wise. Of course, they'll do it even they'll do it again course, so. in the Tampa series. Um, but that was a big part of the the mindset of those of us who you know picked against. Well, the I'd Islanders. be interested
2: from your perspectives. Because the goalie question was a big one for the Islanders coming in, just like impressions of Varlamov. Like, I mean, to me, that was a big game changer too. I mean, he just there was a few nights where he was the difference maker. I don't know. I, I just it's interesting for you guys if, if that's
1: we, we've talked about that a, a lot on, yeah. on this uh, on this podcast and and we're split, right? So um, I think Neil was Neil was was pro Varlamov the whole time, and I was. Pro Sorokin the whole time, and Andrew was sort of most of the time on the Sorokin side. Um, and look, Sorokin still has better numbers than does Varlamov in, in the playoffs so far. But you know, clearly, um, the even coach, in the WL number, yeah. Well, the yeah, uh, well, I mean, that's no. ultimately he's, the one that matters. No, he's four and one, okay. and, and Varlamov is a, is a four and three now. Um, so uh, yeah, no, but but very clearly, in his mind, it was Varlamov. And and if he had to go to the other guy, he would. Yeah. Um. And so, he, you know, he lived through Varlamov giving up a couple of bad goals early, because he knew that eventually he was going to do
0: this.
2: You know, that's the first time the Bruins lost three straight all year. So I mean, something something was going right well, there.
0: Well, the Islanders, I mean, yeah, in the regular season, and they they played eight times, obviously, yeah. and the and the Islanders were five two and one against them. But it, at one point. The Islanders had given them their only two regulation losses. Right, right. but that
2: was pretty top-heavy too, right, like until the trade deadline. Mm. That's the one I'll say for the Bruins, like the four-line thing, Neil is 100% right. Those Mm. scales tilted heavily in the Islanders' favor Mm. this series. The Bruins came in on a roll because their second line, at least, had sort of emerged as this great one with Taylor Hall, who well, I think you're probably covered with yeah, the Devils. Sure, yeah, sure, absolutely. Um, it's a little bit of a Devils feel around here. I <laughs> yeah, can't yeah. really <laughs> figure <laughs> out why that Palmieri was channeling his Devil with that yeah. hit. Travis,
0: <laughs> Travis Zajac, that's a nice goal. goal
3: um, New York Saints relying on the Devil. <laughs> absolutely. Um,
2: absolutely. <laughs> I'm not even sure where I was going with that one. <laughs> oh, just the trade. But so as good as the second line got, it's funny. Like the Bruins, okay, now we have a second line, but it really did get exposed that their third and fourth lines were were not as good well, in well, the playoffs. And, and,
0: and we talk about physicality, so... You know, you mentioned Miller yeah, and they, Brandon, Car- Brandon Carlo is out, but also this game, uh, Curtis Lazar, yeah, their fourth line their fourth center, line center and, yeah. and and the fourth line Lazar with Curley and 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 Wagner had been pretty good, and and now you you know you, you throw you're, well Coolman's on the on the third line, yeah, and, you, just, and, you know, you're
2: mixing things up in ways that maybe you you haven't, and Jake DeBrusque is kind of a mystery for that, you know, if you go back to the Bruins draft, you can find whatever that. DeBrusque has never really emerged as a consistent threat the way he should, so he didn't play the last game. He had to come back in, whatever.
0: Yeah. But you know, you know, the one thing that was hammered home in this series was Jake DeBrusque was drafted before Matthew Barzell. Well, as that's
2: <laughs> what I'm saying. And the Bruins had three picks in that draft, Yeah, and none were, of whom – I think it's well, that, right? Well, or, and Bar- you, Barzell. Barzell. Barzell
0: and yeah, the They had 13, yeah. 13 14, 15, yeah, and, and, and Barzell – Barzell none of them were in six, this game, and well, Barzell
2: and Bavillier were in that was, well, yeah. well, DeBrusque was in
0: it, and Yeah, but she, 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 he was
2: later. Yeah. He at least turned into something, but I think the Bruins had three draft Zubourl. picks Zubourl ahead. Zaborle. Yeah, was three draft it. picks in the first round ahead and, of those two guys. Yeah. None of whom were in this game tonight. DeBrusque sort of helped save that draft a little bit for uh the Bruins, but I don't know. This series, he had such a – he kind of came in on – anyway, he just has not had a great playoff.
3: Uh, Another thing about – I was thinking about about the Bruins being out. You know, so two years ago, the Islanders took out Crosby. Then they took out Ovechkin last year. Then they took out Crosby again this year. Already a a lot of stars were gone before this round in the NHL playoffs. But I thought
2: they were the least penalized team in the NHL.
3: No, no, but I mean, now now all those Bruins stars are gone. Uh, I I mean – you know, the, the Islanders have contributed to all these star players is disappearing.
0: Well, the the, the Tampa sure, Bay NBC's Lightning. Tampa, love that. No,
3: Tampa Bay has plenty of stars. Yeah,
0: and, and I should have probably mentioned 10 minutes ago that the Islanders are going to face the Tampa Bay Lightning and uh, a rematch of the breaking Eastern news. Conference. Yeah, breaking news well,
3: here. I thought it was interesting that, well, I know we'll talk more about Tampa, but I just thought it was interesting. A couple of players said unfinished business, and then... Barry's like, we haven't said the word Tampa. We haven't even <laughs> brought up that word. <laughs> Unfin- the player's like, unfinished business.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they just uh, didn't say it to Barry. They <laughs> may have said, uh, said it amongst themselves. I,
1: I think they were goaded into it by Andrew's question. Well,
0: they said unfinished business. I, I'm a goader. I yeah. mean, I'm a professional goader. <laughs> <Yeah.
3: laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, the, uh, the NBC, well, look, NBC's a lame duck for, for the NHL anyway, but yeah, I sports mean, watch I, is coming out. I, no, but I mean, obviously, in ratings terms, the Islanders are not as 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 good as the Bruins. But you know what? I mean, hopefully, from NBC's perspective, hopefully, this storyline with the old arena and all this, you know, I, I think there's something there for a national audience. But obviously, they're not the same brand name as the Bruins are.
0: Yeah, and, and I mean, from a television perspective, you've got Montreal, which does nothing for U.S. audiences anyway. You Just ha- the
2: core hockey people. Right. They love that, but yeah.
0: Yeah, you got the Islanders who you know, uh, you know, they're number one on the Island Ice podcast in terms of priority. <laughs> yeah, no, but <laughs> but in up? terms of NBC, you know, they, they'd no, rather haven't. see the Rangers out of there. Course. And, uh, you know, in Tampa Bay, I, I, I don't know what size market they have, but that's really a regional... That's
2: the sports capital of the world now. Wow. Well,
0: <laughs> yeah. well, yeah. Yeah. Them in L.A. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but... I mean you're going to have Vegas ga- or Colorado. L.A. is giving up the
2: NBA now.
0: Yeah. 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 But, uh, well, let's see. What else did we see out of this game? I mean, well, let, let's talk about this. And, you know, you focus on the New York Saints. And, you know, again, and I asked, I asked your colleague, you know, Kevin uh, DuPont... Uh, whether Bruce Cassidy had any idea that there used to be a New York Saints team that played in this building and and Kevin assured me that no no he did not and that was probably he probably should have said something else New York Angels (laughs) but but since we're on the Saints I mean and, and every time the Islanders took a penalty in this game the fans started chanting New York Saints which was kind of weird logic to me, right. you know but whatever, you know, they were chanting it. I know,
2: because Tru- Trotz really almost like made the point for him when he said in yeah. response, you know, we're one of the least penalized teams, like I think that's what Cassidy was trying to say so you, that can go two ways, right one, yeah. we really don't commit the yeah. penalties or two, we they just, were, were we get the benefit New York
3: Saints after, after uh, Palmeira yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, took out
2: McAvoy Literally did <laughs> look, look,
0: Can we talk about that hit for a minute because I, I, I would not, and I turned to Colin during the game, I mean I would not be surprised if tomorrow we're reporting on Kyle Palmieri being fined five thousand bucks for that hit. He yeah. he he knocked
2: yeah, Charlie well McAvoy
0: right into the glass, yeah. and you know the whistle had yeah. blown. Well,
2: clearly, I mean McAvoy was a target, and I, and I don't say that in like that. That's a bad thing. I mean, they were targeting Charlie McAvoy. He was the last man standing. He's their most Vital defenseman under any circumstance, he plays the most minutes. He's, you know, they rely on him for tons of minutes. That obviously was going to be even upped more because of who was missing. So it was a smart, it was a smart approach to to make Charlie McAvoy feel every hit, but not after the whistle and not to the headshot like that. So that was a, you know, is unfortunate they missed it. It didn't get called, which you know probably played into Cassidy's hands. What he had talked about the other day, just feeling that. The same calls both ways weren't being called the same way. Well, they way. missed,
1: missed Richie uh, elbowing uh, Scott Mayfield in, in the last game, so yeah, yeah, they
2: missed, that yeah, too, they missed Barzell cross checks to the back. I mean, they missed they well, miss plays. They, we they, get that. I'm
1: sure they. I'm sure they saw the Barzell
2: cross checks. They just I opted think not I call. for Cassidy that was more in response, you know, partially to yeah. to Trot saying that Bergeron cheats on the face offs well, of and you know, listen, Bergeron. Uh, That's also been an education for me landing in the Boston market after having worked in the New York market for so long. Like, Bergeron is a superstar. I mean, he is as good as they come in every facet, whether Mm -hmm. it's on the ice or off. And he's so well respected in the game. And, you know, I was used to. Brady being that or kind of, you know, certain stars in Boston, um, Bergeron has been like a really great surprise for me and somebody who I've enjoyed covering. So I do think they get very defensive of Patrice Bergeron, (laughs) you know, and that's what came out. And I just think that was Bruce saying, hey, you guys can't say this. You'll, you know, you'll be in too much hot water with the league. I'm going to step up and take that hit and say what everybody's thinking and at least get a shot back.
3: It was oh. great. It was great. Obviously, great yeah. material for us. But you know, the the, the New York Saints part was uh, unwittingly yeah. giving yeah, us more material. material. Yeah, we you, didn't
2: get that as much.
3: You, like got the Boston side of
2: the equation. You know what?
0: Honestly, my favorite thing about the, the the New York Saints deal is, and I have no clue whether she listens to the the podcast or not. But do you know the the, the Twitter star? You see her on MSG Isles, girl. Kim who just graduated college right you know she she wears the blue and orange makeup and oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 okay. Isles girl and she right. knows the sport and you know she's very active I saw today she changed her Twitter handle she's now Saints girl
3: <laughs> a lot a of lot, a lot of Islanders fans change their their yeah. handles to Saints but I thought the, the I thought the cutest thing was after the game I saw that the New Orleans Saints, <laughs> tweeted out congratulations to the Islanders. Now they've adopted... The oh, that's adopted tremendous. The Islanders
2: I like the brass band in the parking lot <laughs> playing Oh when the Saints go marching in. Yeah. There was a lot of fun Twitter play. The people who are good with wordplay that I am not, but when Marshawn did score, yeah. you know, at that point it was 1 1 about Saints, Marshawn right, in. You yeah, know, yeah. And a, a lot of good wordplay <laughs> well,
0: there. And... Well, 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 our friend Arthur Staple of The Athletic, and I'm not going to steal it, but it was a good one. I thought about it for a moment. He just tweeted out the Saints go marching on. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's a better, better lead than I have. <laughs> I, I might. <laughs> <laughs> I might that's, switch up there. It's a good there. headline. No, no, leave it for the headline. Well, since,
2: since
3: we've all been doing this New York sports writer thing a long time, and Tara and I were tabloid New York mm-hmm. reporters in New York back in the day. Um, th- th- that whole Saints Tara thing? and I worked for the Daily News. No, program. okay, well, yeah. That's, yeah. True. That's, true. That's, Every, that's true. That's <laughs> true.
0: Everyone has worked with there's, everyone there's at so some, some of, point. Of, yeah, well, journalism
3: <laughs> separation. Well, well right just table. around this yeah, table, everyone has worked with. Bring him in. No, it's true. It's like the yeah, it's like.
2: Yeah, because you were like when Ryan, I started at New York Newsday. You were the St. John's beat writer. Yes, we were in the same oh, office. I, I was going to say
3: though that 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 whole thing with the Saints and and me, you know, calling the old Saints goalie and all, all of that.
0: Not well, not Sal Licata, <laughs> as no, I Sal, learned. Sal
3: Licata. <laughs> no, but the, the, that whole thing was such an old school New York tabloid, yeah. you know, thing. Yeah. I, I just loved the. It was very old school. Just everybody it was. Just jumping into that. And, and it was it was fun. Now I mean now it's over. We'll have to yeah. think of something it, else for the lightning. But it's
2: a great yeah. It's it's a bolts and aints or so. Yeah, it's just fun. You're right. It's it's an old school kind of tabloid war-y kind of back and forth. And um, I thought, you know, I, I wrote a column about it that night. I thought it was fun. I thought it injected drama off the ice that the gamesmanship right. element of it that is a part of. Sports and it's a part of what we latch on to, and it fuels our discussions. And, um, I yeah, I had no, no problem because some people I will say in Boston reacted like you know, you're whining, don't whine about officials, we don't want to hear it. And, um, you know, just really? go score the goals, you yeah. know, sure, you get both sides, but, um, but I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> do, you,
0: do you get any sense? Uh, I, I saw it written someplace that do, do you get a sense that Bruce Cassidy might be in trouble? No, no, no.
2: No, I don't. I mean, I'm not as wired I, I'm not there every day, but I, that yeah. would I would be stunned. I mean, yeah. yeah. Cuz I think they the love team, them.
3: the team Colin Covers needs a coach. Yeah, yeah, they're looking for a coach the Rangers. <laughs>
0: So the Islanders are going back to the, the, the conference finals for the first time back to back seasons. Which is that, would well, there's, there's, there's or there's, this there's NHL se- this no, it's the, the, third, the NHL why, semifinals. Yeah, it's the, the final, whatever round, you want to call. Yeah.
2: On the cusp of the Stanley Cup. Neil,
0: you wrote that this is one of these seasons where ten years from now, you're, we're going to be looking back at this group. You know, regardless of whether they win the cup or not, and obviously they're one of four teams that has a chance. For a second straight season, we're going to be looking back in, in 10 years at this particular group as a really special moment it, in Islanders team history.
3: Yeah, and really I was talking about this era, that, you know, this three years of, you know, it's obviously it's now officially the second best era in Islanders history. This whole Trot, Slamarello and you know, most of the same players for the last three years. Yeah, if they do not Obviously, if they win the Stanley Cup, people will remember them. If they do not win the Stanley Cup and this is the end of their road and they lose in six or I don't know, whatever, yeah, I mean, they've already – this has been an incredibly – the winning has been memorable, but also the circumstances with playing in all these different buildings and then the bubble last year and and this whole Coliseum story – you know, I, I got in big trouble with Nets fans uh, a few weeks ago for writing a column saying I didn't want them to be the first New York team <laughs> to win a championship in 10 years. But th- this is the polar opposite of the Nets situation. Right. This is a team is the no fans have got. You know, they'd be, these guys have been together, some of them, for a decade. Yeah. And, and to me, it's a, it's a better story if they win a championship well, more so than the Nets. The, I'm these, sorry.
0: This this team literally grew up with each other, right? I mean Josh Bailey has been in the organization since two thousand and eight. Well, I I, no, I
3: noticed in warmups today for the first time, I don't know why I didn't notice this before, but there was a close up of Brock Nelson who's not turning thirty till right. October. He right. had a lot He's of he has a lot gray. of gray hair. Now yeah. it could be because he just had a baby. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, he, but he has a lot of gray hair and I'm thinking yeah, this guy's been an islander forever, even though yeah. he's like, before 29. his hair
0: was great. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> you know, I will just jump in and say what an what an excellent second NHL act for Lou Lamorello, who, you know, I even had a chance to talk to him during this series because he has such deep New England roots, I got a column out of that. Um and, you know, with his Providence days and hockey east and the things he's done up there. Um it's, it's really impressive. I think Toronto is probably wondering maybe we should have given him a little more time. I mean, I just think he deserves a lot of credit in this equation. To, like you're talking about with what the Rangers are looking for, what the Islanders got in him was somebody who knew what they were doing to come in maybe with a core and really make things work.
0: Well, I think, you know, you are a perfect example of how much Lou values loyalty and how much he remembers people. Because mm-hmm. obviously you spent a lot of time as the record columnist being around Lou and you, and you developed a, a special relationship with him, and he came to trust you, and you, you had a bond with him. And as soon as he saw you, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, but but that's Lou. Lou cares yeah. about people. I know he keeps the media in general right. at arm's length. And he does his best to to keep any information from leaking out.
2: Very, very close to the vest. Yes. Yes.
0: But on a personal level... Right. Agreed. ...he loved seeing you.
2: Yeah, and I enjoyed seeing him. It's one... You know, listen, we've all done this job for how long? And, you know, the Devils... I wasn't around for actually... I didn't get to even cover the actual Stanley Cup wins, but one of the runs to the final that they made when they lost to the Kings. And um, one thing I just... I appreciate with Lou is... You know, you'd sometimes, you know, we'd dance around a question and Lou would be the therapist, like, just ask me. You're not going to bother me. Just ask me the question, you know. Like, do you think you should be coaching Lou? Do you remember when he used to, he was the interim coach there for a while with the Devils and, um, yeah, hey, when you've been in the, you know, 25 plus years, whatever it's been in this business, there are a few people you cross paths that you're happy to see again. And But it is funny how you go back through your notes after an interview with Lou and you think you had this great conversation. It's been in there. Every time. And then you read it back and you're like, yeah, you really didn't tell me anything. Well, I, 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 I
0: got it. So, our, uh, you, of course, our old friend Tom Galitti, and, yes. and, and, and Tara yes. and I, and Tom. When,
2: Tom, if you're listening, we miss you.
0: Yeah, Tom was covering the devils. At the Bergen Record, I was covering the Rangers. Tara was hopping back and forth as the columnist. I was
2: parachuting in, like we do.
0: (laughs) So I I was in D.C. I think it was uh, two seasons ago. Um, And was it two... Yeah, it was two seasons ago. And the Islanders are kind of splitting games between Barclays and the Coliseum. And I was writing a story on whether playoff games might be at the Coliseum or strictly at Barclays and, and and Lou was standing in the hallway outside the dressing room you know just catching up with Tom who now covers the, right. the, the capitals for NHL.com so the two of them were catching up and I walked by and I said Tom I'm really sorry can I you know I just have to ask you know a couple of questions to Lou and Lou was like fire away Andrew you know yes. in, a yeah. New, in a New England accent yes. so I asked him oh, a bunch boy. of questions and he talked for Freely yeah. For, for, for a good five minutes. And I walked away really satisfied that I was going to be able to write a story. And then as I'm walking away, I hear Lou in his New England accent turn to Lou and said, turn to Tom, uh, turn to Tom and said, I talked. I gave him nothing. <laughs>
2: Talk
0: about self-aware, yes. I mean, yeah. And, 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 and I went back and I listened to. I, I have no story there's no news here. No. He is
2: one of a kind. I remember just. I yeah personally I just remember when his tenure with the Devils ended. I actually was at a Yankee game that day. I think it must have been a day game. I don't recall the specific circumstance, but um, I arrived at the Yankee Stadium, heard the news about Lamorello, and I I knew I was going to switch. It was there as a columnist that I was going to write about Lou. So. I think I watched, maybe I watched the press conference on TV this pre-pandemic, but I don't know. I obviously wasn't going to get to it. Um, left him a voicemail after just to say, you know, thanks for everything, congrats, whatever. Um, and couldn't believe it. it was about 10 days later, but I got the call back to say thank you for calling. Like, that's just Lou, like you said. I mean, yeah. he wasn't, he wanted to acknowledge that I had... You know, had left the message, even though he was probably inundated that day. And listen, when it comes down to it, the guy knows what he's doing. Well, then, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, think that's talk, the bottom yeah, line. Yeah,
3: you talk about the core he inherited, which he did. But look on the ice tonight, where last year's trade deadline acquisition mm-hmm. is Pajot, who. Is my favorite, and Andy Green. I mean, is my favorite, and Andy Green, and yeah. It, it, but they Peugeot, were from
2: last year, Peugeot they were was,
3: I mean, the fan, I mean, Peugeot is my favorite current they islander. They went ballistic the when learned, he was announced as a <laughs> secondary assist. He's my, he's my, he's my favorite current <laughs> islander, and the fans seem to agree. And then this year, of course, he brings in Zajac Jack and Palmieri. Right. Point is, <laughs> he inherited a good core. And he's and he reacted at the trade that well now Pajot is obviously a long term guy, Zajac and Palmieri probably not. But the the point is,
2: they're, they contributed. they their leading scorers. Yeah, so. yeah.
0: <laughs> well, if you go down the roster, and uh, our good friend Mark Lamonica was asking me this question the other day, like who are lose guys, and who are you know who's the core? And if you go down, you know Andy Green, uh, you got uh, Travis Zajac. You consider Matt Martin a Lou guy because he brought him back oh, yeah, from yeah, Toronto, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. um, Kyle Palmieri, uh, Jean-Gabriel Pajot, Leo Komarov, both, uh, I mean, both goalies. well, Sorokin was drafted under the other regime, but Lou was able to bring him over. So, sure, we'll give Lou Ilya Sorokin <laughs> two you know all three okay. goalies, and you bring in Barry Trotz. i mean yeah.
2: that's yeah yeah that's, that's the
0: before coming out to the Coliseum today i, I was you know the, there was a media u b s arena tour um and today's tour was uh, Islanders co-owner John Ledecky and uh, Oakview CEO uh, Tim Lywicki, uh showing NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman around, and you know pointing out stuff to him. And uh, you know we got a chance to talk to uh, Gary afterwards, and he of course sang the praises of Islanders ownership, you know, for for building all that, and also for the late Charles Wong for having the vision. Um, and then we spoke to Ledecky and uh, Brian Compton from NHL.com. Basically, I, I forget how Brian phrased the question, you know, basically about, you know, what's the foundation for the Islanders' success here? And, you know, and John Ledecky said three things. You know, basically, you know, you bring in uh, Lou Lamarillo and And it, it was interesting, John talked about the relationship that... Lou had with Tim Laiwicki as a big reason, you know, because Oakview was already, you know, involved with the uh, arena project. So the, uh, Tim's relationship there was a big reason he comes in. And then John said, you, you bring in Barry Trotz. And and John talked about his relationship with uh, the Capitals owner, Ted Leonsis, um, as a reason why, you know, they, they made that connection. And then the third thing John LeDecki said, and you have an ownership that has hired and put the right people in place, and just is not interfering, is backed off. I will talk to you about the arena, but we are not talking to Lou and Barry about who's going to play on the fourth line.
3: <laughs> well, uh, John LeDecky, who's great with us, uh, yeah. you know, he's really he's a he's a great guy to deal with. But when you ask him about hockey, I. I you could you could just see Lou little Lou on his shoulder <laughs> saying keep your mouth shut.
0: Yeah, well. <laughs> so, yeah, but so,
3: but, but, but still, so it's just a like good. Just like covering
2: the
0: Rangers.
3: Yeah. Right? <laughs> no, I, I'm not knocking it. I'm yeah. not knocking it. It's because yeah. Lou, Lou, you know, John's like yeah, he leaves that to Lou, which is fine. Yeah. but he also knows if he ever did. Break
0: down the fourth line with us, you know. Yeah, well, yeah.
2: He'd hear something uh, <laughs> from the devil on his shoulder. Yeah. The literal former yeah, devil. Former devil, <laughs> well,
0: yeah. And, and just as an aside, I and I know, you know, I've said this before in the podcast, the new arena is going to be, you know, it's gonna be special. I think the fans are gonna enjoy it. That being said, there are more playoff games coming up in this building, and this is this is a storyline that that that's not dying.
3: I, I'm curious to see. I don't know anything about this, but I'm. I, I would. This is not a Vax versus anti-Vax statement of any kind. <laughs> I just would like to Where see. Where you going I, with this? No, well, no. I, just, as <laughs> a, no, I'm not making any political statement. <laughs> as a as a fan, just as a, I, I would like to see all the seats fill. Whatever is required to make that occur, yeah. I, as crazy and loud and full as the arena was, there's still empty seats that could be filled. It's yes. down to about okay.
0: three sections, four sections, yeah, but, right? You know,
1: Whatever it is. Hundreds, hundreds of thousands of dollars for the team,
0: by the way. Yeah. So I, I yeah.
3: Now, the, the, the sections immediately behind the bench, I get them being closed yep. off. But no, again, I don't know the. But that's mecha- what
2: is the unvaccinated section? If there's a I, way, if they show. I don't. I don't. I don't, don't I don't know the mechanics.
3: Yeah. I don't know the local laws. I don't know anything. All I'm saying is, it's a shame that there are still empty seats. That's all. Yeah, I mean, we're, there weren't
1: Where's any empty the... seats at the Garden for the Knicks
3: games. Right?
0: No. No, they're 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 about off in the corner. They're Does the
2: series start here or Tampa. No, no, no we're going
0: to down to Tampa, or I should He's say, going to... I'm going down to Tampa. And you know what, what's what? great in the summer when it's ninety degrees in New York City? Uh, it is spectacular <laughs> <laughs> to go to Tampa, Nothing <laughs> and, beats Tampa uh, and, uh,
3: and get oh, even. Uh, yeah,
2: Tampa in mid June At least it. Can you get the hotel that's right by the
0: arena? I, I haven't. Hope. I haven't been in the waterside, and uh, for you folks that have not been down to Tampa, there is a Marriott literally right across the street from Amelie Arena, and it, and it's a really nice. Yeah, that, it's a really nice hotel, and I have not been able to get in there because the rates have been wow. pretty well, pretty plus, high.
3: Plus you were not allowed to talk or think about Tampa. Until this game that's was right. over, no unfinished business allowed.
2: No unfinished <laughs> business allowed.
0: Well, I was thinking no. a little bit about Tampa. Sports, sports writers
2: live by a different credo. For those on your podcast, I,
0: I, I'm wondering. We, we know I, our Marriottes. I would like to know when the series starts so I can book that's, a flight. That's Not a good question. Yeah, yeah. I mean yeah. we we, Can't we, help you. we we think. So right. we think this weekend, right?
3: Well, yeah, well, it'll be well, this definitely weekend. this weekend. Yeah. We just don't know which day it'll be—Saturday yeah. or Sunday. Yeah,
0: and and for you folks listening, you don't have to ask me. I will not be driving to Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> I will not be recording a podcast on the drive back from Tampa cause, <laughs> uh,
3: We did we did the game five pod while he
2: was driving back down the Mass bike. Back we were, so you were driving to Boston for no,
0: no as coming I coming back here. Yeah, from as game I drove. Yeah, after Game Five, I That's hopped impressive. in the car. I thought
2: listening to some zooms in the car was was uh, was an accomplishment. This morning's post game, you know, a uh,
0: morning skate he won, did one. He did a whole podcast. Did not sure crash. See driving. what
2: he does. I hope the listeners are appreciating the <laughs> yes, effort that yeah. goes in here. And uh, it was your,
0: it was funny because what uh, is the uh,
2: official name of this <laughs> gathering? <laughs> Island Island ice.
0: Island ice. As I'm trying to wrap up because. We were on Colin's Zoom, and uh, you know, I thought there was a 45 minute there was. time limit.
1: And then I got extra time. So
0: I'm driving, oh. I'm, I'm, I'm keeping one eye on the speedometer, I, I'm keeping one eye on the I clock. Can't even, oh, I, I'm, I can't like, I'm like, and I'm trying like, to time it right now. And, <laughs> and I'm going, okay, so as we wrap this up, and Colin and Neil are like, no, keep going. You got a highway still to go. <laughs> Okay,
3: so uh, when do we break down the lightning?
0: Game? Well, we should probably talk about the no, lightning. This, uh, this, this, um does does do we, a we? Second
1: Sarah, podcast, this, like to, another guy,
3: like maybe previewing the lightning?
1: No, 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 there are
0: no second podcasts. No, this is it. This the, the, is the, the, the the listeners it's are like,
2: in here in person. <laughs> like you guys that, must make this like, count. No,
3: it's like Barry told the players, you got to seize your moment, and this is our moment.
0: Yeah, so let's appreciate this moment. As a
2: hockey fan, I will be rooting for the Islanders because I've had enough of the Lightning. So ooh, I will leave ooh, you with that. Wow.
0: Yes. Well, I don't see them again. Tara, thank you so much for sitting down with us and as always it's great catching up with you and uh, we it was, wish... It we, was
2: my pleasure we, for sure.
0: We congratulate you on the wedding of your son Yes, and,
2: thank you very and, much. And,
0: and, and your daughter and... Sweet
2: 16 for her and so yes, it's been a, a crazy pandemic year and I hope the listeners appreciate how much time you guys put in um you know, great thing to listen to while they're sitting at home watching the games for sure. So yes. uh, enjoy the next round wherever you're, whether you're here again or in Tampa or <laughs> at home watching on TV. Or you know, it should be it well, should be fun. Well, uh, well, yeah, they don't want to well, give up well, this well, building. They really don't want to give up this building though. It's a good <laughs> part of the storyline. Yeah, I think it yeah. is. The fans getting back in here really made a difference before this whole thing was over. Yeah. And I think that's a very cool. You know, as a writer, I would say. That's a lot of fun to kind of look forward to and just experience and absorb and and so I yeah. would say enjoy. Well, it.
0: really, yeah. if you if you chart the year, we start and Barry was asked about this the other day. We started the season, and it was the guys on the ice, mm-hmm. and three of us reporters.
2: Yeah, in the and building. So quiet.
0: And it was, I I I mean, it, it sounds intuitive, but I can barely describe. Like how different it is, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and then and then there were a thousand people in, and then it went to eighteen hundred, and then it was like at uh, forty seven hundred, yeah. and now Those and then nine thousand, and now at twelve thousand, and we have Mister uh, Political over here <laughs> yeah. trying to get <laughs> shooting for As- <shooting> full <laughs> <Phil> house, but <laughs> but uh, I, you and Laura Curran are on the exact same page. <laughs> but
2: it has definitely been a factor in these playoffs, and I think oh, yeah. it's you know from the whole like like what Neil was talking about, what you guys are talking about, remembering this journey. It's what I wrote about on the flip side tonight, right, with the Bruins. It's all about that lost opportunity, like the worst pain in sports is that of regret or lost chance or whatever, and windows closing and things changing and all of that, but the Islanders get to keep it going, you know, and it's, it's, a, it's a fun ride to get on, you know, it's what we do it for, so... Yeah. Um, I would say enjoy it, and I will bow out and let you yeah. let you break down the next series. But thank you for having me. Well, well, yeah, it's been fun.
0: It's always nice great, Tara. Thanks, Tara. Yeah, and uh, again, in the next round, I'll be in Tampa, and we're going to send Colin and Neil to Tara's house, <laughs> and, and <laughs> they can... TV on the porch. Come on, watch the game. All right, I'm bowing out. Good night, TV, Tara. <laughs>
3: My my biggest concern about the next series is you know, from my from my days covering college basketball in the early '90s, I can spell Shoshetsky without looking it up.
0: Vasilevsky. Vasilevsky.
3: I I I that's that a hard one. I that is a hard one. Yeah, y. it's a V
0: A S I L. Random. letters thrown
3: in there for no reason.
0: Well, let let let's start there because we we had Tristan the Islanders faced Tristan Jarry in the in the first round. It gets a little tougher. They get Tuka Rask, you know, a less than 100% Tuka Rask in the second round. You're now going to get a 100% Andre Vasilevsky in the NHL semifinals. And, look, I I went into the playoffs, and the one thing I I did predict was the Islanders had an edge because I thought – Varlamov, I would take Varlamov and Ilya Sorokin over any other goalie tandem in the East Division, and lo and behold, a great—you know—a large part on the strength of both of the, their goaltenders' performances, the Islanders are East Division champions. This is a huge step up here now, trying to face Andre Vasilevsky.
3: Yeah, I mean, he's only the best goalie in the world. So the, the good news is there's no level beyond this. <laughs> like, I, 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 I mean, he's. I know Colorado, and I know all three of the other teams still alive have good goalies, obviously.
0: Yeah. But um,
3: but at the, they all have great goalies. But at the moment, Vasilevsky is the best goalie in the world.
0: Yeah. So what do the Islanders... Have to do better. Now they've been, they scored six goals tonight. They, they, that's eight yeah, of. Two of tw- them are without a goalie in the net. So that's four goals with a goalie in the net. Yeah. That's eight of 12 playoff games
1: yeah.
0: where they have scored four goals or more. Even if you take the two empty net goals out of it, eight of 12, they have scored four goals or more. What can they do better? To keep that going against Andre Vasilevsky. Well, I,
1: I don't, I don't think they're going to do better than that. I think what you need to do is tighten it up at the other end and, and you know, stop those cheating, salary cap evading, uh, lightning <laughs> forwards and that Kucherov guy who somehow is wow. leading the NHL in playoff scoring coming into tonight. And Folks,
0: <laughs> mark this down. It was the official moment where Colin Stevenson flipped. He's full-on Islanders now. <laughs> no, <laughs> and, and I know no, Rangers PR no, will never let him no, back into no, Madison Square no, Garden. No,
1: no, no. I'm saying you're asking me what they have to do. I think that's what they have to do is they have to figure out a way to stop that guy. Because, yeah. you know, if they can get, like, look, I, I, you wouldn't have expected the Islanders to score as, as many goals as they have. As you, well, as not, you, as not, you not
0: based on their regular season. No,
1: no, certainly not. Um, so, no, I don't think they can improve on that against this guy. Uh, if they get that, I think they'll be happy. Yeah. And I think the task then is to, you know, cut it back down at the other end.
0: Well, look, Kyle Palmieri has seven goals in the playoffs. <laughs> That's,
1: That's because se- he has a beard, Andrew. That's because yeah. he's got the beard
0: back. I am not debating the beard. I would never debate the beard.
3: I agree with Colin He about had the beard. two goals with no beard. Yeah. Uh, beard,
0: seven goals. Seven goals. Brock Nelson... Gray hair, (laughs) third child. By the way, I love the fact that Barry Trotz dropped dropped that in the middle. You know, (laughs) can you talk about Brock Nelson's fantastic playoff performance tonight? Well, yeah, he got sleep because before game four, he got no sleep because (laughs) his wife had a third kid.
3: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, well, I was talking to Colin about this after the game. It, I, well, the thing I find fascinating about that is, you know, because Colin's like, well, what? you know, it would have been cool for him to bring that up at the time on an off day or something when we could do something with it. I think that he's thinking like a hockey coach, and it's like an injury. We don't want the other team knowing he's tired. <laughs> like, like, we can't reveal that he got no sleep because he had a baby. <clears throat> now the series is over? Oh, you can tell everybody yeah. about it. I'm baby. sure David Krejci would be all in his ear going, Wow! <laughs> <laughs>
0: Somebody, you know, when
1: he's up, when he's up against Marshan, you know, Marshan, be like,
0: You're yeah. yapping on it. He got oh. your hand in any dirty diapers, <laughs> Nelson. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I
3: thought that was a I mean, that was a funny
0: thing to keep secret. Yeah. <laughs> but no, no, that's no, pretty
3: cool, though. No. Uh, but no, I, I obviously look on on paper they are going to well they are going to be the underdog not on paper they will be literally the underdog in the betting lines just like they were definitely against Boston I think they were against Pittsburgh, so you know I to the extent that logic matters at this point with the Islanders that you know they're going to be up against it but you know on the other hand we may be at the point now where there is no more logic with this season
0: I agree with something you said that you know they do what they do in the offensive zone just keep doing that but they. The Lightning are a much faster team than the Bruins. And, you know, look, the, yes. the Bruins have one of the two best top lines in the NHL, right? But Stephen Stamkos is playing like Steven Stamkos. Your buddy uh, Nikita Kucherov. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Colin is, Colin's annoyed because the, the Lightning hid... Kucherov on oh, on. Uh, on on the injured they reserve.
3: They the circumvented they cap.
0: circumvented the salary cap by keeping keeping Kucherov on IR all season and then springing him on the NHL. In the playoffs, and now he's leading the postseason in in, in points, right? And in, in I mean, scoring. We were going and, into today. I don't know if uh, it, the, any of these guys
3: might. Oh, and have remember la- last year there was no
0: Stamkos when the Islanders. Mm-hmm. Yes. Them, so. Stamkos is a, you know, and and Victor Hedman again, you know, today one of the, the, the finalists for finals. the Norris Trophy. We've talked about you know uh, Andre Vasilevsky, and they've got, you know. The Bruins were a top-heavy team, right? The, you had the top line, and then the second line, and then, yeah, you know, kind of, you know. Yeah, Nick Ritchie plays a heavy game, but, you know, uh, there's not much there. The Lightning go four lines. Yeah. You've got guys like yeah. Goudreau. You've got guys like uh, Blake Coleman, another ex-Devil. You know, how, how did the devils not win? <laughs> you got devils in the semifinals all over the, all place. Over the
1: place.
0: So you, you got Blake Coleman, hey. got Pat Maroon, also another ex-devil, by Is the way. He? Yeah, yeah, for I mean, for about ten seconds.
3: We have a former lacrosse player Cross player,
0: coach. John Cooper. You know what? That's I going, like
3: that dude. That he's a cool
0: dude. And look, it, we'll, we'll get into this during this the series, but. John Cooper is going to be asked a million questions about playing in Nassau Coliseum oh, because he would talk about when yeah. he was at Hofstra sneaking into the Coliseum, yeah. and yeah. this is going to be a storyline here. Yeah,
3: well, I mean, he, yeah, I mean, it's it's a it's a storyline. It's something we'll write once the series starts. It doesn't matter that much, but yeah, he will. No, he, but he will. He'll talk about it and he'll mean it. That this is that he's going to buy into this this narrative and think it's cool because it is cool. Yeah. Um, doesn't mean you know he still wants to make sure the Islanders only play two more games here. <laughs> but 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 still he's he's going to talk about it and it's going to be heartfelt because it does mean something to
0: him. Yeah. No. I, and I agree, John Cooper. You know, is kind of got that you know Barry Trotz vibe when you know talking to the media. He he gives good answers. You know, and you know he is approachable. So yeah, no.
1: Here's 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 the thing though, and, and for Islanders fans, and I'm saying this as the as a guy who covers the Rangers, the team's good. Like we've we've underestimated, I've underestimated them for two years now. Yeah. And, um, and they just keep doing stuff that you don't expect them to do. I mean, like we knew this Boston series was going to be tight. Um, I picked them to lose in five only because I thought, you know. Um, you know, they weren't going to be able to, to handle that first line, and I thought that the second line with with Taylor Hall was going to do more than it ended up doing. Um, and then I was thinking, well, you know, Boston's going to win game five at home, and then that didn't happen. But anyway, the point is maybe I underestimated the Islanders, and I don't think they're afraid of anybody. So mm-hmm. you, you can say, say what you will about Tampa, and they're obviously uh, – you know they're defending champions, and they circumvented the salary cap, and they have this guy there, and <laughs> all this kind of stuff. I, I don't think that's going to bother the Islanders. I think they're just going to go about their business and do what they do.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, you know, it's funny because all season we heard, oh, the Islanders are built for the playoffs, and you're thinking, well, they're they're kind of playing not well right now, and it's a question of whether they're going to get to the playoffs. Right. But
1: that was always the question with them. Yeah, they had to get to the playoffs. Yeah. once they got here, you knew they'd be fine.
0: They, they are built for the playoffs. They, they relish in this, this atmosphere. They really do. I Pittsburgh
1: mean, not built for the playoffs.
0: Pittsburgh not built for the playoffs. And as it turns out, the Bruins, and, and this was a highly entertaining series. You know, this was really, you know, probably the most lopsided game in, in the series. Right? I know there was a 5-2 to start, but really that was a 2-2 game that kind of got away. Right. Um, this this was really the only lopsided game. Uh, I thought it was a good series, both back and forth. And again, just getting back to it, you know, the Islanders wore the Bruins down physically. They they really did, the, the, the Bruins had injuries, and the Islanders did not. I think we've answered the question from the last podcast of when we get to the Lightning whether Barry Trotz sticks with Travis Zajac or, or turns back to Oliver Wallstrom because even if. Wally he is healthy at this point. I don't think you're taking Travis Zajac no. out of the lineup.
1: That is an interesting. That's an interesting thought. Yeah, I mean, you'd like to get Wallstrom in there somehow, somewhere, but not at the expense of Travis Zajac.
3: Mm-hmm. Put him on the first line. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: okay, I'm sorry. I, I, I think then, yeah. Until uh, it's like with the goalies until you
0: Neil, you and your fantasy, no. hockey. Until, <laughs> fantasy
3: hockey. Until I think it's like with the goalies until you lose a game, he'll stick with what Actually, he's been doing. You know what, though, your buddy Uncle Leo. He played good tonight. I know. He played, he played I know. really good. He, 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 I know, I know. He I like Uncle Leo. He hit a yeah. lot of people.
0: He, he liked, hit a lot he, of good
3: pucks.
0: You know, one thing I he, don't he was, think the good. Islanders are going to be able to do as effectively against the Lightning, because the Lightning are much quicker, um, as their name might suggest, is I don't think the Islanders will be able to wear them down the physical grinding will not be as one-sided in the next round as it was in this round. The Lightning are going to give back as well as they as the Islanders give out in the well, next series. Well, you
3: also series. you also can't hit them until you catch them.
0: Well, yes.
3: If you look at the uh, at the the hits,
1: so you have you have stats in here. Yeah. Uh, right. So look at the total hits. Doesn't Boston have more total hits than the Islanders? Yeah,
0: 33 28.
1: And and it didn't seem like that at all because when the Islanders hit you, they hit you hard. Yeah. And I think, so I think they can, you can target the people that you want to target. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You can hit, uh, you know, uh, Stamkos if you want. You can hit Kucherov if you want. The guys, obviously, you missed the entire season. (laughs) So (laughs) obviously, he must be banged up somehow. Wow. Uh, you know, so I mean, you 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 can you can go out, you can target the guys you want to hit, and and uh, you know, so I mean, there's, there's Barry will come up with a
3: plan. Don't worry. Cooper's going to use all this Collins stuff for his bulletin <laughs> board material.
0: You know, the Islanders' identity line will become even more important in this next series. For those, for that reason, because they are going to have. They to were
1: good tonight, also.
0: Yes. No, I'm just Staying saying.
1: Blue. Everything up that they saw that was on the ice. With them.
0: And they're going to have to be at that level a hundred percent of yeah. the time Every time they're on the ice against the lightning I'm just saying
3: no, it's, it's it's I'm looking for look this this has been as much You know, it's a grind because you know, we're working and the deadlines are difficult all that stuff But this has been fun. I mean you can't you can't if you're to be a sports writer You obviously have to like sports mm-hmm. <laughs> and You can't to be a good sports writer and you can't have been at an event like tonight and not come away saying, wow, that was really cool. And now there's two more, at least two more of them. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. But now I'm going to go home and go to sleep.
0: All right. Yeah, we're going to try and bring this in at under an hour. <laughs> but before, I do have oh, God. some Andrews questions. We'll start with you, Colin. Oh, boy. If you had to pick one player coming up in the next series, who is it most crucial for the Islanders to be on their absolute most A game, start to finish? game you mean
1: the Islander player? Uh,
0: the Islander player on their game, start to finish, games one through however long it lasts.
1: Well, I'm going to say Varlamov. Because, or, well, I presume it's going to be Varlamov. Because there's not going to be, the other guy is not going to give any softies up. Yeah. And um, and so, and I don't think that, I think that whatever softies that, that Varlamov gave up in this, this series are, are over with. I, I think he's, I think his game's good right now. But it's going to need to be good, and it's going to need to be even better than it has been. So he's the guy, I'd say, that needs to be on this A game from one through
3: However long
0: it goes. All right, and Neil.
3: You, I don't get the same question. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I had an answer yes! ready, but okay. A different answer? Yeah. I, uh, R- uh, who well, do you? I, have? No, I don't. I'm not for. No, you you decide the questions. I'm not. Well, pressur- no. Here here's I'm not my question. You. I was going to say Adam Pellick, if you must know, but go ahead.
0: Okay. Even without Anders Lee, because of their experience last season. Is this season's islanders team better equipped to beat the the lightning
3: I, 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 no, I don't necessarily buy that only because the Lightning had the exact same experience and actually won the Stanley Cup, so i don't I, I, I do think that the Islanders bonding and going through that experience improved them as a team. All I'm saying is I don't think that gives them an edge over Tampa because Tampa had the same experience and did even better plus plus they have stamp stamp Coast back. All right, but the Islanders have the Coliseum back. Uh, true. Okay, true. But yeah. Yeah, Tampa. Well, okay, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean the, the, the whole whatever. I mean the road. The, the, the road teams were three and three in this series. So. All
0: right, and finally, Neil, in that great bar scene in the movie Blues Brothers, what two kinds of music did the bar patrons prefer?
3: Uh, I would say um, klezmer. And um, madrigals, <laughs> wasn't it country and western?
0: Country and western is the correct answer.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I sir cer- I mean, I certainly have seen and loved that movie, I just do not recall that <laughs> or, or we got both kinds country and western.
0: <laughs> All right, we're um, gonna, yes.
3: No, I mean I invited. Uh, I, uh, you know what? Let's save the best picture trivia for another night. Because that's that's that. I told you I can do that and not the music stuff. I know. That's
0: why I asked you the I music know, stuff. I know.
3: It's all right. Adam Pellick.
0: Adam Pellick. All right. You
3: want to expand on that? No. No. Well, I mean, no. They need him to be good, and he's been good. But 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 Jean Gabriel Pagot. Yeah. Is my favorite current Islander player for obvious reasons. Just for
0: aesthetic reasons no, watching his stra- game. I mean,
3: it's great. He's
0: great. He does yeah. everything. Yeah. He just... <laughs> he's a Swiss Army knife. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I want to thank Tara Sullivan of the Boston Globe again for hanging out uh, with some of her old buddies. And uh, I want to thank you guys, uh, Neil Best, Mr. At Sports Watch, and Colin Stevenson at Colin S. Newsday. And we'll be coming to you with another Island Ice episode. Uh, maybe, I don't know. I don't know when episode 98 will be because we don't know when the NHL semifinals are going to get going, but I suspect it will be this weekend, and I will be down in Tampa reporting live from under the broiling sun, which, which is going to be fantastic. You know, this is the kind of series where I sort of hope there's like one of those game and maybe two days off and one of those days is just like you know you get a zoom at 10 a.m. and you can finish your work because I'm going to Disney baby I'm going to ride Space Mountain
1: you know Tampa's not in Orlando well, it's not that far
0: it's two hours it's not even it's an Uber ride
1: can you take an Uber two hours <laughs> oh
0: god is our boss listening to this <laughs> Anyway, we'll be back with the next episode of Island Ice, which is Newsday's New York Islanders podcast. Until then, you can catch up with all the past episodes or anything Neil, Colin, or I write on newsday.com backslash Isles. And until we speak again, happy hockey, everybody.